Grandma was right. Grandma was <laughs> right. Grandma was like, why are you letting him watch that? And blah, blah, blah. And I remember very specifically, my dad turned around and said, oh, he can watch it. He doesn't understand what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> he understood what was happening. Oh. <laughs> he totally did. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I am Dolan. Brian, you sound scratchy today. What's, oh. Oh, God, don't scare me. No. No, I don't know. I just worked out real hard before I came here. Maybe oh, that's, that's what, what it is. is. There you go. Did you notice uh, Brian and I are wearing the same hat? We are. Well, yours is backwards. Oh. Uh, yeah. How did that happen? I don't know. Where's Why it from? What, what brewery? Historic Where's Brewing it? Company. Where's Some brewery Arizona? he went to. Oh. We have, maybe we have a cherry one coming up from them. Mm, interesting. A cherry Porter, maybe. Oh. Is that the hmm. pie hole porter? Yeah, the pie hole. Oh, porter. we still need to do pie that. Pie hole. Yeah. Pie hole. This winter, foreshadowing in yeah. the winter. There right? we go. Yeah, sounds good. I like that idea. All right, so it uh, it is week one of producer Dolan week month. Producer Dolan month. Yeah. Uh, week one, his choice. We're gonna give him four weeks to choose whatever he wants to do. First week. Where'd you, where, where'd you get this one? What, what is it? So I was in uh, the South Park area of Colorado. Um, so Fair Play is where actually the show South Park was uh, based off of in Fair, Fair Play. Play. Fair Play, Colorado. Yeah. It's funny when you drive in, they actually have like a R.I.P. Kenny, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you bastards. Yeah. Uh, so... And the only way I knew about this place was because my grandpa, so every year for the family reunion, we have it in Colorado at my grandpa's, on my grandpa's mountain. And you have to drive through Fair Play, Colorado to get to Hartzell, just where my grandpa lives. And so I just saw South Park Brewing probably two years ago Hmm. when we went. Um, I didn't get to stop uh, because I saw it on my way out and it was 6.30 in the morning. Hmm. Uh, But this time I made a point to drive up and get some of their beer just to uh, try it. And I think that this one is my favorite of the four that I tried from them. It's barrel aged. Okay. So that's a good thing. It says brewed at 9,953 feet. Oh. So not often do breweries have elevation. No. I guess only if you have something to brag about a little bit. Right. (laughs) Because ours would, you know, wouldn't be that exciting here in Nebraska. Hmm. I'd love to understand, like, is it is it different to brew at that elevation? Like it's, I would have to think so, right? Yeah, I mean, because cooking instructions are different at different yes. elevations. Yeah, so I would think brewing at a different I elevation. I would assume so. Yeah, is good different. question. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure it has a lot to do with, uh, well, even just the water that they have there is going to be true. different. Yeah, in elevation. I feel like we'll have to check on tapped. I feel like I've had not this beer, but a beer from them before, because mm-hmm. I feel like I know this logo. Um, I've seen that logo, but I think it's only because of my time in Colorado, because of the time I spend in Colorado, Mm. you know, with, you know, family vacations and my brother living there and whatever. I I think I've, I've seen that logo before. Yeah. 
I yeah, know. I don't know. You, it was a pretty cool little place. It's up on a up on a hill, <laughs> on a mountain, on a mountain, yeah. on a hill. <laughs> uh, and you walk in, and it's it's actually they have a lot of. It's like a restaurant. You can sit in and have food and everything like that too. Did you eat there? Um, no, I didn't. Mm. I pandemic. You know, I did. I just walked in the front and mm. pointed out what I wanted in their case and walked out. Here's okay. So I'll do my little bit of research here that I did on on them. My, my typical brewery research here. Well, let's let's try this beer first. Let's have it's very first. clear. Almost looks like a cider. It is. Yeah, it's. When they poured. Really. Does it say what? Oh my gosh, I can smell it. I'm not even. Four point two. Four point two. Yeah. Um, what sort of barrel it's aged in? Does it say? Uh, tequi- I, this is their tequila barrel. Okay. Sour. There you go. Yeah. Um, they have another lime sour there that was pretty awesome, but I, I think this one has the edge. Hmm. Zipline does a uh, tequila barrel sour. Yes. And it's pretty fantastic. I've actually gone to a, to the same place to eat multiple days in a row just to have that beer. Mm. It smells like tequila. Yeah, it does. Mm. Yeah. Oh, ooh, that gets you in the that uh-huh. gets you in the pucker parts in the back back there. <laughs> the old sour sack. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, this is good. Yeah. Yeah. You lose some of the lime a little bit though. You know it. It did sit in my fridge for a while, and I will tell you, it does taste different. I think it's more, less limey, and more tequila-y. More tequila-y, yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing, because sometimes you can you can have too much lime. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, and I say that, and I love lime. Yeah, me too. So, <laughs> I agree. So South Park Brewing is located at two nine seven and a half U.S. Highway eighty five. That might be the weirdest address yeah. we've ever had. Half it <laughs> really is one off half. The highway. Off the highway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not even, not even a street. It's just a highway. <laughs> oh, well, there's the turn quick. There it is. <laughs> is there an off-ramp, or is it, it just you just got to take your chances and slow down? It's kind of in a, uh, what do you call it, when a bunch of businesses are, you know, Like a strip attached. mall? Yeah, like a strip mall. Oh. Where, and then, where but, we're sitting right now? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, their, um, but their building is actually the only one not attached. It's, it's on the corner. Um, mm. But, yeah, there's like... Two entrances and there's steep ramps <laughs> from the highway, so you gotta. Well, that's Colorado, though. Yeah, I mean, you get that sure. all the time. Yeah, just lucky it's paved, probably. You're, yeah. Oh yeah, it's it was paved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm interested to hear. So you did not have the food, is that right? I did not have the food. Um, from what I was reading online, though, that their pizzas and their burgers are through the through the roof. So. Um, I they call their food Mountain Mex. So, mm, so I don't mountain Mexican. Yeah, I guess. Interesting. Interesting. That I did see say have some like street tacos that we would have to try at some point. <sighs> if I, mean, I had known, I would have done. Uh, I would have done an episode. No, it looks. But then they also said like it's very food truck style, like very oh. food truck style, but with inside the hmm. you know inside the brewery itself, which is kind of interesting that yeah you know you would apply the food truck rules to a. To an interior eating yeah. establishment, yeah. There was there was a couple families in there eating when I went in. They were having hmm. it looked like nachos or fries, a basket of something. I think this is the first one since probably I don't know since March 
where they've updated their hours and they actually, because there's places around here that are open, like breweries that are mm-hmm. open, limited hours and stuff. Now, um, this was just updated on 620. So back in June, open Monday, noon to eight, closed Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday through Sunday, open noon to eight. Open Monday, closed Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah. That's weird. It is weird. I guess you get your weekend, but on a Tuesday, Wednesday. Those are your brew days, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. No. I've never seen almost always breweries are closed on Monday Mondays. they're gonna be closed right yeah, yeah maybe look if... Colorado's different they do the things their own way that's true yeah <laughs> okay here's what I found out about there were two competing stories and I don't I don't know but these stories were on the same appeared in different places or on the same place okay on different websites hmm. the first one is in the 1870s so this goes back a little ways Leonard Summer started South Park Brewery in Fairplay, also known as the Summer Brewery. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that in my research somewhere. I, I remember reading that. Yeah. What's that's okay. I mean, but then he brewed a, a South Park lager is famous throughout the area or whatever, which, okay. I, I assume everybody probably in the 1800s is brewing lagers. Yeah. South Park Brewing opened in September of 2014 by husband and wife Paul Kemp and Megan Sebastian. Okay. So which is hmm. it? So what was the first one called? Brewing Company? The first one was called South Park Brewing. And the second one's called South Park Brewing? South Park Brewing. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing it's, it has to be two separate entities would be my guess. Hmm. So I wonder if it was just like this Leonard Summer guy started it. And then some at some point, you know, it petered out. And well, what, was, what they, was the one we had here in Omaha? Do you know? Was it Metz? Brewing or something like that. Stores. Stores. That's what it was. Stores, yeah. So with stores in the early 1900s or whatever, Mm -hmm. after Prohibition even, I think it was still around. And then it went away for like 50, 60 years, and then some other place started making their beer for a while. Do you remember that? I think five years ago? Yeah, I think they still are. I don't know if if they are or not. It's one of the local ones, and I can't remember who it is. It used to be down by the river, Mm -hmm. whatever that that kind of uh, fancy restaurant used to be down by the river walk that flooded all the time. I proposed to my wife down there. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's where they were making stores yeah. beer. Can't remember the name of it. Riverfront, something yeah. or another. Yeah. That must have not been that memorable. <laughs> well, the food wasn't. Uh, Actually, that's why it doesn't exist anymore. It's because, yeah, the food wasn't, and they could never get... The service was garbage. Yeah, and it was underwater sometimes. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of sometimes. Yeah. So, don't... This is... I almost wonder if... So, you say it tasted different there? Well, yeah, yeah. So... It hasn't been that long since you've been there. No, it's been, well, let's see, we're recording this mid-August, so it's been about a month in my fridge. So That should have been fine in there. I don't think it was going to change that much. Yeah, I don't mm. know. But yeah, I, th- I think it was a lot more limey the first time around that I had it. I almost wonder if the barrel aging takes something, yeah. mellows it out a little bit. Could be. Did you have it on tap there? Uh, no, I, I bought a four. This is from a four pack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe, you never know. Yeah. But it was, uh believe that this one they didn't have in the cooler. It was one of the four packs I bought they didn't have. I'm, I think it was this one. They didn't have in the cooler, so they went and grabbed one because I told them I didn't care if it was chilled. So hmm. there, there you go. go. Yeah. All, right. All right. I've got a music tie-in for you. All right. But I want to save that till <clears> the end. Yeah, because he thinks he's going to out out music me oh i think so <laughs> no way oh i think it's so so i saw on online i was looking at their website and this has coriander in it as well yep so we've talked a little bit about it in the past usually with like 
white or wheat beers. Mm -hmm. So we're going to just kind of revisit coriander as a spice and what it is and and how it uh, has evolved in brewing. Um, Coriander basically is a seed. It's like a little round white colored seed. Um, Otherwise, it's known as cilantro, which we've talked about before. Oh, that's right. So you can call it coriander Mm -hmm. or you can call it cilantro the whole plant itself but the seed is coriander so that's the that's the difference that's where it comes from comes from that plant so okay so there's that genetic thing right either people taste yes right or or taste like soap it's an allergy it's an allergy to this like an oil in the in the cilantro plant itself okay 32 percent of kids have that and 23 percent of adults have that so with coriander then mm-hmm. would this taste like soap to them do you think i don't from what they said not really because it's a, it's a different compound right ah, okay. so it's just the seed of the thing understood so it, it that doesn't seem to cross over or apply mm-hmm. the way that eating leaves or whatever in salsa or indian food or something okay. um it's been around for a long time the first reference to coriander as a spice was 5000 bc uh, it was in, in Egypt, and they found seeds, coriander seeds, in some of the tombs when they did, like, you know, when they found the tombs in sure. the early 1900s. Yep. Um, it was mentioned in the Old Testament. Coriander was? Yeah. It's huh. like some sort of payment. Um, uh-huh. It was the first herb that was grown in the United States. So in Massachusetts, before it was a state, mm-hmm. uh, that was the first thing that was, like, brought over and planted and grown for... Hmm. culinary reasons also for medicinal reasons uh it's kind of they use it for upset stomach that would have been something you would have seen back in the uh um a couple weeks ago we talked about the almanac but mm-hmm. it had things like that mm-hmm. um so this would have been if your stomach was hurting you had an owie tummy or you couldn't poop it constipation oh. eat a bunch of of uh, cilantro or crush yeah. up some coriander seeds and that's supposed to help you Apparently, that's what they Move say. Move things along yep. in the business down there? Um, okay. Cilantro has a decent amount of fiber in it, in the plant itself, like with the, st- the stalk, the stem, and the leaves. Mm-hmm. So that's probably where that comes from. Uh, the seeds themselves, they have calcium, potassium, magnesium, and phosphorus. So those are all pretty good things. Oh, yeah. Things that we're looking for on a day-to-day basis. Um, coriander seeds... Uh, when they're in brewing, it's kind of like peppercorns with saisons. They're not smashed or anything. They're just kind of thrown in for mm-hmm. flavor. Um, it gives off like a lemony and floral vibe, which is why it pairs good with this style of beer, I uh-huh. would say. Yep. Uh, especially the lime stuff. And tequila, I guess, in general. Um, it pairs pretty good with that. Sure. Uh, it's used in, and Dolan probably knows about this too, but used in different sorts of food. Um, Asian food, Latin food, Indian food. You'll find cilantro and like almost all of those things. Hmm. And we've made at my house in the last, I don't know, two months, my wife has really been on like a curry kick and uh, just any sort of Indian food kick. So we've gone through a ton of cilantro. And then lately we've been making like a lot of homemade salsa. So we've got cilantro all the time. I tried to grow it this year. Like I grow my mint. And cilantro, man, it's it's fickle. I couldn't, I can't, I've had it three years in a row. It's never made it. Huh. It's like hmm. it gets too hot and then it's done. Just it, weird. Yeah. So that's my cilantro stuff because you can use it a lot of times. Um, they first started using it in drinks 
in the 1600s in France. They just put it in a bunch of water and then they distilled it out and they made like brandy or liquor out of it. So it wasn't in a beer per se that time. But I don't know. I mean, maybe if it was florally and lemony, that might be pretty good. I guess. But I don't know what style of liquor that would be. I don't know Mm. if it's still around. But um, the other thing that they say culinarily pairs very well with cumin, which is that smoky Mm -hmm. sort of thing. So you'll kind of see those things together in a lot of recipes. If you get one, then you'll usually get the other. They kind of balance and counteract each other pretty good. Um, it's been in beers. They found some history of it in as far back as the Middle Ages. And it's like the coriander seeds themselves kind of have a spicy component, kind of like a pepper. So it kind of balances out the malt, uh, which would have been a lot of those European-style beers, almost like an Oktoberfest sort of thing. So it's added in there to kind of knock some of the sweetness back um a lot of the cilantro that we see here in the store um, or what breweries will use um, for coriander comes from mexico like 80 percent or something like that comes from mexico i guess i'm not surprised by um, that. but they say the brewers really prefer the stuff that comes from india it's just a little bit um fruitier it's got a little bit more aroma so they do grow it in India too, but it's just a little bit harder to get here and it's a little bit more expensive. I wonder so why that is, like the soil maybe? or Probably wherever. just the environment and, mm-hmm. you know, all the all the different factors that give things flavors. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so they use, they like the Indian version, but mostly they get Mexican coriander slash cilantro. So okay. that's what I have for us on that part. Hmm. Interesting. So I watch, um, it's that baking show. The, the British... Oh, British Bake Off or whatever? The British Bake yep. Off, yeah. So we've been watching that uh, a little bit here and there, my wife and I, and um, we, they use coriander all the time. And it wasn't until like the fifth or sixth episode that I realized that <laughs> coriander was cilantro. But they were actually using the leaf part. So I'm wondering if um, it's just coriander, like English. It's just yeah. all, all coriander. Yeah, I mean, you can... You can call it that. I mean, that's what a lot of the research said. The other thing you'll hear it called is Chinese parsley. Oh. Hmm. Which is... Interesting. I mean, because gr- I guess it grows in Asia, so that's... Okay. Parsley is more of a, for us, like a garnish. Yeah. You yeah. know, I guess. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to say, what was it? I had one more thing. Oh, yeah. You'll see a lot of it when you cook uh, like corned beef. Mm. So if you get one in the mm-hmm. store and you cut open that little pack... Those little round things, that's what we've got. It's used as a pickling spice. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. So if you're making pickles or your homemade, any sort of pickled vegetable or for food, you know, any sort of like mm-hmm. Asian food or um, in like, a, oh, what's the term I'm thinking of? Like a spring roll or something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. You have to mm-hmm. ve- pickle your own vegetables and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's sometimes they'll use it actually in beer too. So there, spoiler alert, I've got, uh, there's some pickles that I picked up that I, Let's say that real fast. Pickles that I picked up from Colorado for Dolan specifically because they're hot pickles. And oh you boy. can see like the little coriander's like floating mm-hmm. in there. Like there's still, we've got a hot beer coming up. I know that's one of his choices for probably week three, I think. Oh, boy. Yeah. Maybe. Right, yeah, week three. three. So we'll pile some hot pickles on top of that. Oh, God. You never hey, know. Hey. <laughs> I don't know. They look good. I saw it and I thought, this has got Dolan written all over. I it. might have to wear a tank top that day. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> sweating. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's talk about the beer real quick. What do you what do you think now? 
as we've gotten I'm, into I'm it. sad there's only 16 ounces of it. I liked <laughs> it a lot. That's it, It's milder maybe than the Zipline tequila barrel mm-hmm. age you know, that they've done or whatever. And I like that one a lot. But that one's more of a lime kind of tequila punch you in the mouth flavor. Mm-hmm. And this is just a nice, you could drink a lot of these at 4.2. The tequila really comes through for me. Which makes me feel like it's more than 4.2%. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm getting tricked. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is, you know, a session. This would taste really good on a super hot day. Oh, yeah. And you had a big old frosty mug of it. Mm-hmm. You want to drink it fast. If I think I'd want it to be cold. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of tequila, I had the Rocks tequila yesterday. The Rock has his own oh, tequila Oh, he does. Now, okay. And I don't, I don't remember the name of it. Yeah. It was very smooth and nice. Mm. It was good. Just like the rock. Just like the rock. Just like the rock. <laughs> you like the opposite. <laughs> it's like rough and tough. That well, we were so it was. We, we haven't gone out much, but we went. There was a Mexican restaurant here in town that we went to that is very spread out. I was really kind of surprised, uh, more so than other places we've been. And of course, then the rock is on the top of the menu, you know, with his tequila or whatever. Mm. And Maddox is like, "You need to order that. That's the rock." Do you think the rock's in back? And I'm like, I don't think he's in back, but um, no, probably like, not. You no, know, he's not. He's not back there making the tequila or pouring the drinks. But this is his tequila. Hmm. It was good. It was. It was quite tasty. And I'm not generally a tequila fan. Yeah, mm. I'm not either. Usually, this is about the only way I can handle it. Is in a nice beer like this. See, I like tequila, but it's that. That's the problem. I like uh, tequila. Oh, yeah. That is a tequila has that problem yeah. sometimes. Yeah. It's very polarizing. You either uh, like it or you really hate it. I love a good <laughs> margarita, though. Like a good, good, well-done margarita. I had a strawberita yesterday. Mm. Budweiser. I'm ashamed of you. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. Clean out the fridge. Hey, whatever. Actually, you know what? No. I I enjoyed the Bud Light Lime in the summer. We've talked about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I don't the limeritas every once in a while, those little, those little cans. Yeah. Like the little cans or whatever. Mine like, was a big can, but... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, what you have? Wh- why did you have that in your fridge? Why? I think I had. There was a deal at Hy-Vee one time, and it was like four for five bucks for these big ones. Oh, okay, thought, yeah, why not? Okay, summertime. Yeah. Now it's getting past summertime, so I thought I'd hurry up and mm. get rid of that one. Mm. I tend to judge people now on Facebook when they when they put the when they make like a recipe. They have a recipe mm-hmm. out there or whatever, and somebody had. Like you take a whole head of cabbage and you kind of score it and you put butter in it and then you wrap it in bacon and then you, you kind of make a little a little thing with foil okay. and then you pour half a beer on it. Well, the beer that they had right there was a Corona. Like, and so instantly I'm like, this looks awesome except for the beer. Yeah. Like, gross. <laughs> what do you... Maybe that's a cooking beer. You don't want to pour out your double IPA onto a cabbage. Well, head. no, but it's a stinking beer. Like well, use yeah. use something that doesn't just I don't know. You a light lager. I get it, but look at you've moved. You're you're growing in the ranks of the beer nerdum. I know. <laughs> look at me judging. I, I feel my beard growing. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> just keep it off your all of a sudden neck. That's one of my favorite pictures. Is the the last thing craft beer sees before it dies, and then it's just a bunch of dudes with these big-ass beards. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. But yeah, I like this. Don't I like this one a lot. This was, like yeah, I said. Like, it, like I said, I'm sad that there isn't more here. Yeah, it's. I think, it, like I said, it's favorite of the four that I tried there. Um, I, try, I had that Lime band, Bandito Sour, um, and then I had their other Lime Sour, but it wasn't tequila barrel-aged. It was just a Lime Sour. Just a lime sour. Yeah. And then I had their one that they're known for, their IPA. Um, it's 
it's a oh i forget the name of it but i had it there in a taster um and maybe i only had three from was there. it the was it the hazy it was the hazy one. Yeah, I'd have to check my untapped. So mm. I put it all. He did there. actually untap these. I saw this. Yeah. yeah. Whoa! What? I did. Right. I'm at getting, the time, I'm getting better at it. At yeah. the time of the, and the place. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. You attach a photograph. Uh, always. Yes. Always. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Next level. So I, I have to check which ones. Um, which ones? So I he's had. he's learning untapped. Mm-hmm. do it then second mm-hmm. thing he's learning is just always go for the barrel age if you can it, that's the choice if they have it, it yes yeah. yeah yeah he's all grown he's, up yeah <laughs> you're getting another color belt you're maybe getting a green belt today <laughs> moving up in the ranks uh, well rich go ahead with your um stump me musical knowledge i want to if this is the same if somehow we have the same i don't think it is i There's, guarantee it's the same it's not the same all right you go first. My favorite episode of South Park. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. And we're not the same. No. This is because we're not talking about South Park. That would have been easy, right? Yeah. Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Too easy. It, too oh, easy. Man. I was hoping. Has I was that, hoping. How long is, has that been on your, almost in your entire life, Dolan? South yeah. Park? It South had, Park? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. As like, <laughs> well, I mean, Well, Simpsons has The Simpsons has been, uh, since we've been, I've been in high school, so you oh, were in junior it? high. Oh, well, it's been on since like. I remember it on the Tracy Ullman show. Oh, yeah, me too. So what, yeah. like 88? Oh, or before that. It was like 86, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was eight years old. When it was kind of like the squiggle vision, when they were yeah. doing, when it was really <laughs> poorly Homer's drawn. voice was different. Yep. Yeah. Look, I have very young parents, right? So yeah. the first time I saw South Park. I could Park, be his dad. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the first time I saw South Park, I was in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> and my because my, my dad would stay up late and yeah. he just watch adult swim i mean mm-hmm. you know yeah when i was four he would have been 23 just like me right now Damn. so he he was watching south park i came out i remember my my uh grandma saying something like why are you letting him watch that or whatever because <laughs> there was like a sex scene between the teacher and some lady and mm. i was like covering my eyes <laughs> grandma was right grandma was <laughs> right grandma was true. like why are you letting him watch that and blah 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 and i remember very specifically my dad turned around and said oh he can watch it he doesn't understand what's happening <laughs> <laughs> he understood what was happening oh. he totally did <laughs> at least it wasn't saddam and satan oh <laughs> yes that's a different love scene on that show that oh my gosh <laughs> there's so many good and i so i went and revisited this this episode this okay. scene from this episode right. today just because i loved it so much and it was it was when i really thought okay this is something weird and different this isn't just not the simpsons is the simpsons yeah. and whatever but this is something weird and different uh episode season one episode 12 mecca barbara streisand oh yeah versus robert smith of the cure uh-huh how does mecca barbara streisand is destroying south park Destroying South Park, right? Mm-hmm. So they've got a so they're he's, she's a kaiju, right? And she's mm-hmm. this big mechanical looking Godzilla thing. Barbara Streisand, why I don't know. Yeah, destroying everything, and all of a sudden Robert Smith shows up, and and they're just like, hey, Robert Smith is here, whatever. Sydney Portier was in that episode, but she killed him. Um, yeah, and Robert Smith shows up, and he turns into this big, uh, another big kaiju, like a big it's monster. Like a mo- yeah. But he's a moth. Moth, yeah. And they figure out that the weak spot is her nose. And he, oh boy, and he that shoots. Is so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 
I mean, yeah. Yeah. So he shoots his fist at her nose and it bonks and something falls out that whatever the power was that was giving her power. And then he punches her into orbit and she explodes. And then Robert Smith walks off into the sunset and he saves the day. And as he's walking out, uh, is it Kenny? One of not Kenny. One of them says, uh, at the very end, Disintegration is the best album ever. And so then I had to go back and listen to Disintegration this morning, too. So That's a good album. That, that is a great that album. That is a very good album. Yeah, as Cure album, as a Cure goes. It's, I mean, if you're I, a Cure fan. I though, really liked Cure. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. And I think it's, I don't know, it, it especially for like maybe my age, it kind of got that weird, dark time uh-huh. a little bit or whatever. Yeah. And so maybe it was more for the goth it was crowd it definitely was you know but that was like it's what emo music was to like jamie right or like what Billie eilish is to kids now like that was what the cure was in the 80s so and robert smith you got to give him credit like i don't know how old he is he's got to be in his 60s now right i mean do you think yeah still looks the same yeah pretty has not changed his hair hasn't changed no Hmm. no robert smith i remember i don't remember what episode it must have been one of the first very ones and it had it was like the monster that had the Patrick Duffy leg. Do you remember that? Yes. It was like a big yes. celery stalk or something yeah. and Patrick Duffy leg. I don't... Why? I don't know. That's when I was like, this is weird. And everything was like made out of paper, all the animation. Back way at the very beginning, you know, they cut it out like yeah. construction paper and that's how they made their animation. <laughs> that was weird. It, it, when Jesus actually shows up at the end mm-hmm. of this episode and is cheering for Robert Smith to defeat Mecha Streisand... Wow, that's right. After that, I thought this this is completely different than anything I'll ever see. <laughs> These guys are onto something. Twisted right. senses of humor, which yeah. is yeah, pretty cool. So Fun. there's my there's my music tie in for All you. Right. Disintegration is the best album ever. Fun fact: um, the from only a couple hours from Fairplay, where South Park is based off of. There's a really cool place that I got to check out. It's called Cave of the Winds. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's right next to Pikes Peak mm-hmm. on Highway, I think that's 24. I've been there multiple times. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Man Bear Pig from <laughs> South Park. Man Bear Pig <laughs> yep. uh, is said to live in, the, in cave? the Cave of the Winds. In Cave of the Winds, yeah. 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 Weird. <laughs> yeah. That also kind of reminds me, did you... You watched that show, the HBO, this summer, didn't you? The uh, Stephen King show, um, uh, Outsider or whatever it was called. Oh yes, I did. Yes, kind of has a monster in the cave vibe towards yeah. the end there. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, the first episode was great, and I didn't know where you didn't know where it was going, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of took a weird Stephen King, yeah. Joe Hill turn that I yeah. just I don't know. I don't oh. know. It was it was fine. Yeah, it wasn't long. Thank goodness. If you're looking for something to watch, it yeah. was only what six episodes, right? It wasn't very long. Six or yeah, six or probably eight, six, maybe. It was, I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was all right. So that was not your tie-in. No, that wasn't. Yes. Um, my tie-in will probably be known to you, and okay. I don't. You might know about it. I'd be surprised, but okay. uh, it's in the title of the beer. Okay, Bandito. Ah, oh. mm. Banditos. Yeah. Off the 1996 album, Fizzy, Fuzzy, Big and Buzzy, mm-hmm. by The Refreshments. Yeah. This was their big hit, their only major hit. Um, they had two albums that were on a major label, and this was the first one. Okay. They were on Mercury Records. And then uh, this song that's called Banditos, it has 
currently on Spotify about less, right under five million plays. Jeez. So, not a huge hit. Okay. But for them in the '90s, and you're on a major label, that oh. was enough. You could live on that. I loved this song. It was a great song. Uh, Roger Klein is the songwriter and singer, okay. and he did that song and that album. They are from Tempe, Arizona, which is the mm. same town that the Gin Blossoms are from. Oh. And Gin Blossoms are popular, have way more hits, and are still around today, mm. whereas Refreshments are not. However, Roger Klein spun his band out. So he had this album, then they had another one in 97 that was more, i almost say Southwest sounding. It had mariachi horn section. It had like desert themes in the lyrics and stuff. So it was very like centered in the desert. Still as the refreshments? Mm-hmm. Oh. That was in 97. Okay. And then that sold nothing. So Mercury Records was like, you got to go. Yep. And then he was like, mm, I don't really want to do this anymore. So he started up a new band. And uh, it's called, oh man, Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. And they tour nonstop. They're in Omaha twice a year. And they have been for the last 10 years. Like they're in Lincoln. <laughs> they're in Omaha. They're always touring. And it's more Americana. It's more like alt country than what the refreshments were because they were more like, you know, kind of post-grunge rock. More like the like the Jayhawks kind of? Kind of like that, okay. but a little bit more electric uh, sounding. Okay. Um, this album just came out on vinyl a couple years ago. It had never been on vinyl before, so they reissued it on a certain, I guess it probably there had been their 20th anniversary wow. or... 15-year anniversary, something like that. Hmm. And I put it on vinyl. Um, the song, I don't know if you remember the video, but the, basically they're the, the gist of the song is that they're going to Mexico to rob a bank and get a bunch of money and come back to the United States. And that's kind of what the video was like. Give your ID card to the border guard. Yeah, Now it right. says your alias is Captain John Luke Picard. Mm-hmm. He knows it. They said Captain John Picard. Yes. It's a Star Trek tie. It was. Yeah. Kind of nerdy. Of course. And that was right at the, wasn't that around the time that show was Absolutely. On, right? Yeah. So. Like almost at the height of its popularity. Yeah. Kind of, well, maybe on the tail-ish end of it. But about the time of the movies and mm-hmm. that type of thing, yeah. And just uh, for everybody that doesn't know, a bandido is basically, well, Spanish for bandit, but someone that's, so if you think about it, it's in like a lot of movies and pop culture. It's like the guy that has a sombrero, on, not on his head, but maybe tied around his neck on the back. Mm. And he's got the X on his chest of bullets. Yeah, That's what you think of. That's a that's a bandito. Yeah. yeah. So that's mm. that's the song, Refreshments, yeah. a refreshing beer. It's got it in the title. <laughs> there you go. One hit wonder. Fortunately <laughs> for us, this is a one hit wonder because this is the only one but we, we all have. we all bought that CD back then. Oh, like, I we all had it. Yeah, yeah. I had it. It had another had a song called "Down Together" on there that mm-hmm. was decent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was their big hurrah. I'll have to look. I wrote down Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. I'll have to yeah. look that up. And, you, and I see. think you'd probably like it. I almost want to check out their second album too, just to see if it was maybe a little it's more southwest. It's on Spotify. Okay. So that came out in '97. Dolan, are you familiar with this band? Are you familiar with any of this? Yeah, I'm familiar with Refreshments. Okay. Okay. And now that you've said the lyrics, I'm familiar with the song. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I, me and my friend covered this song with our band. I'm pretty sure we covered it. I feel like a lot of cover bands do this song. Probably. Yeah. My my dad's cover band did it. There you so. go. I think it's it's just, it's it's catchy, it's easy to learn. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's like kind of off the wall. 
Yeah. You know, it's not the lyrics are not normal lyrics. It's not a love song, yeah. but it's fun. Mm-hmm. I'd be happy if I saw a band somewhere and they did this song, yeah. like they covered it or whatever. Yeah, because it's like, you know, it's not a mega hit by any means. No, um, but it was it was on the radio. If you listen to the radio, you you've heard it. Before. It came in a time after after kind of that. What was what year was it? Ninety six. Okay, yeah. So kind of after the grunge movement. Yeah, it was Nirvana was done, and yeah, you know, like Pearl Jam kind of started taking longer, and they they got mm-hmm. a little bit weirder on their on their albums. That was right, right. What before yield or around yield time? Probably, maybe. yeah. Um, but yeah, about that time, Alice in Chains was kind of done, and yeah, there wasn't. Yeah, Soundgarden was had Chris Cornell left. No, because they still had that. The Black Hole Sun album would have been like ninety five, ninety four. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then they had that one right after that, and then they were kind of yep. done. So yeah. everything was kind of tapering off that fuzzy grunge sound. Yeah. They say 96 to 98 was the transition from 90s to early 2000s. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. This album is that way. I like the album art. It's very, it looks like what you'd see on an airplane in World War II. Yeah. Like a, lo- you know, like that logo, mm-hmm. like a pinup girl or something. Like that's yep. what it looks like to me. Yeah. There you go. There's always good music tie-in. If you look <laughs> hard enough, you'll find it. Or it always. slaps you right in the face when you're... We're in high school, and that song was on the radio all the time. Yeah. All right, Untapped. You'll be surprised. Mm, okay. Only 20 check-ins. What? 20. <laughs> 20. Maybe Dolan one of our two of smallest them? sample sizes. I think that is. That's wow. 20. Dolan is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Yes. So, so only... here's the thing, is the score, it, 20 check-ins, you can really... Yeah, affect the average. A- absolutely. The score is higher than what you would think it was for really? this. Just because, yes, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this isn't for everybody. No. Lime, tequila, sour isn't necessarily mm. for everyone. I don't remember what I even gave it. It um, sounds like a brewery day. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But. I had lots of those. <laughs> those are the best. Yeah, I did, I did have that with, it was probably my third one in with my uncle. So, oh. um, but I, right now I'd go back and I'd give it a, I'd give it a four. I'll go. I'm gonna. What I think it's gonna be rated is three point six eight, and I'm gonna go three seven five okay. for my personal. So you're gonna give it a four. Yeah. What is your guess? Um, I'll, I'll go four two. You should have stuck with four because it's exactly four on the. It's nose. exactly wow. four. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and Dolan, you gave it a three seven five the first oh, time. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. So where which I'm is at. yeah, which is fine. I, you know what? I would do a four just because. I, I like the I like the muted lime flavor. I like the kind of just the nice. I like the four point two. Just just the nice mellowness of it all. Yeah. I, I think it's. I will say as it as it got a little bit warmer, the lime did start coming out more. A little for, bit for me. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. So, well, Dolan, it's a successful first uh, first beer for for Producers Choice Month. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. All right, next week. Are we doing a Goza next week? We're doing a Goza. Oh, pressure's w4. on. I love it. Pressure's on. We I got love through it. week one. <laughs> we can talk about coriander again because that's that's it's got a little coriander in it. Fascinating yeah. coriander <laughs> information. But this Goza is different from from the ones we've we've had. This one's interesting because in my research that I did for them, um, I've they, uh, they it's weird. They're they're an East Coast brewery, and they like to sound real important. <laughs> so spoilers. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. If, we'll see if the beer holds up to how important they like to sound like 
leak themselves. We'll out. find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll find Stay out. Stay tuned. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Until uh, next time. All right. Well, how about this? Dolan, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.